0: Greetings! My name is James Major Burns, and unlike most of you today, I woke up like this. (sighs) And the crowd goes wild. So ladies and gentlemen, I am back, back, back again, and I am very excited to be here. And again, this is an outlet for myself and others to speak on things going on in our lives and in our world. Yes, a chance to share what's behind the creative versus the perception that the world sees. Here we get to laugh, learn, and share. So ladies and gentlemen, today I have with me a very special person. She's an artist. She's a singer, dancer, actress, mama. And she is my friend, ladies and gentlemen, Marjorie Johnson. (laughs)
1: Okay, wait a minute. Oh, Did you just call me a dancer?
0: Yes. I'm <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, God. Do yes. you need a tissue? That, that felt really good. I, you know what? I am a dancer. You are a dancer.
0: I am. You are a dancer. Let me tell you a funny story about that. And I probably told this story several times. Huh. It probably, will tell it in more interviews. But I went to New York City one time. Audition for Shrek the Musical. Mm -hmm. And they marked, are you a dancer? Are you a singer? Are you a singer who can move? Mm -hmm. Are you a dancer who can kind of sing? Mm -hmm. And as I'm filling out my paper, I see all these people like stretching legs up (laughs) to the head, like straddle splits. I'm like, oh, no, I'm a singer who can move. (laughs) I ain't a dancer. Now, I regretted that decision because when I got a call back, I wasn't able to dance. And mm. I felt like I felt like if they would have saw me dance, that would have helped my me get, you know, made my chances higher to get into the show. But I got nervous because I'm like dancer? Oh no, I ain't that kind of dancer. Right. Now, they didn't say, "Are you a technically trained dancer with years of experience?" They just say, "Are you a dancer?" And that, "Yes, I am." True and that. I think about that all the time.
1: That's a really good perspective.
0: When, I, when people ask me questions, that's why I'm like, you are not just a singer, you are a performer, you're an entertainer, you are a dancer, you're an actress, because you have to emote doing all of the above. So, Trette, you are all of the above. You want
1: to go ahead and preach in the first 30 seconds? No. no. that's
0: true. Won't you do it? So, Majorelle. Yes. How are you? dude? Awesome, size. How are you? It <laughs> is good to see Man, you. Yeah, shut up. I'm pregnant and fat. I know. I, we haven't <laughs> seen each other much since uh, <laughs> Sweet Silver Bells. With Marjorie. So, um, let me just tell you a little bit why I wanted to bring you on. What's that? So, you know, the reason I started the podcast, I kind of said, you know, I just wanted to be able to express myself. Right. And I felt like our city has a lot of people in it who are doing a lot of great things, and I want to talk to them. I want to ask them some things. I want them to have interviews to share with the world. I want them to feel like the artist that they want to be. Right. You know, we watch TV a lot. We have, we're huge fans of other people. We listen to people's interviews all the time. So I wanted to help give them an opportunity to have something like that also. And just be able to speak with them like people who inspire me have helped me grow or people who can still help me grow today, no matter what lane of artistry is in. And and artist doesn't mean you have to have a talent. It's just how you express yourself and how you create life. So you're my friend. And we were kind of talking about this earlier, like Mm -hmm. our first interactions (laughs) with each other. (laughs) And I remember the first time hearing about you and seeing about you. I just kept hearing about this girl. When you first heard about me? This girl. They said, this girl, Majorelle, she can sing. She can sing. I said, sing, sing. They said, sing, sing. And I didn't get to see Bear a pop opera, but I saw a video of you as the nun, and I was like, uh, oh, that girl can sing.
1: Hey, you know what? I will say out of the catalog, remember the other day when I was like, whenever you're bored and you feel like you're not doing nothing, Google yourself? I Googled myself, and I saw saw the video footage, and Bear the pop opera, that particular
0: role, yo, I was in the rafters, bruh raft. I was like... You made the waterfall fall to the sky.
1: Honey. <laughs> like, like
0: it was the, the opposite way. <laughs> it fell way. backwards. <laughs> it was a water up.
1: But I was like... I, I, I don't feel like any artist should ever be ashamed of... Give yourself the kudos when kudos is due. Because the bottom line is, I'm not... I can't say I was raised, you know, in the theater. I knew anything about theater. I just... Kinda did it. They gave me a song and they were like, "Oh, can you act?" I was like, "I don't know." Right. Well, I like I can do anything. Guess yeah. I, guess. I ain't gonna say I can't. Right. But um, yeah, I'm I'm so re- very very proud of that particular role. Like, I feel like I nailed it, and I do enjoy when I sit here and I be like, "Ooh, I did that role." Let me see who could follow it up. Side
0: eye, right? (laughs) And I'm I'm about that too like giving yourself the kudos that you deserve, right? Just like you would give somebody else, like you fall out all over the floor for somebody else, fall out for yourself sometimes, exactly. And it makes a difference because what we also do is tear ourselves down the most, so you might as well, yeah, man. And is not cute. I don't know why people think it's cute. It's not. You might as well even it out and yeah. give yourself compliments. Now, I will say that I tried to, uh, in the beginning of my career, I felt like I had to be my biggest fan to, like, stay above water, I used to say, because I would doubt myself the most. So I was like, you know I need to be my biggest fan and right. not worry about anybody else loving me. I need to love me. But sometimes that can be taken as arrogance. And um, me and you, sister, of... Uh, We got a little bit of, like... I wish
1: the listeners could see my face. I'm giving him all types of Tamar face right now, like... I I know both (laughs) of
0: us have had people say to us, like, we're divas, we think we know best. And? And I'm like, most of the time. (laughs) if it's correct, I I don't really see any any reason to rebuttal your true statement, like... And sometimes I'm sure I can go... A little a little fire.
1: Sometimes. Sometimes.
0: Sometimes. And we're back. So (laughs) you probably will be able to tell, but we were speaking and the stuff just stopped recording. Yeah, it just stopped and my knee hit the table. I don't know what happened, but yeah, (laughs) we were talking about being divas and I don't know whoever said that, but if, I mean, is it? Hold on,
1: let me just give them the. Excuse us momentarily for technical difficulties. Now returning to your regularly scheduled programming.
0: Okay. Okay. Huh, Siri? <laughs> so, um, so I definitely have gotten it. And it's always different to me when it comes from people who are closer to you. Because people yeah. around you, like who you kind of know, who people who think they know you but they really don't, they're like, you're such a diva. i like, <laughs> but what do you mean? I
1: I feel like there's a negative connotation with the word diva. And I had to change my whole personal view of the word diva because when I look at divas that I want to aspire to be like, that means a hard ass in the term of determination, in the term of I started here, I would like to be here in terms of selling out concerts, Putting in work, like yes. If you would like to generalize me in such a fantastic category, then cool. I don't like the negative connotation of diva, where it's like, oh, I expect for things to be handed to me, and I I should silver spoon and right. blah blah blah. Think
0: you're better. Divas
1: are the hardest working, some of the hardest working women, period. So why wouldn't I want to be generalized? A, a female like version that? of a hustler. Hello.
0: Right. Like, come on. And my brother told me that also. He was like, "Well, divas are some of the hardest working people, you know. So it don't always got to be taken as a exactly negative. negative. But a lot of times, when people say it, it is a negative. So no when some it. of our close friends say it, sometimes I'd be like, maybe, maybe I was, but then I'm like, mm, maybe not. Mm. So you're also a creative. You're an artist. You're a singer. That's how I met you first. Totally. When we first, at one of our first experiences. Was me being one of your BGVs? Yes, Yes. yeah. That's when you was rocking the red hair.
1: Oh, it was. Mm -hmm. That's when
0: you were rocking the red candy apple red, curly wavy, crazy. So we had that That experience, and Josh, our mutual friend, is Joshua William Green. Come through. And he introduced us. Yeah. And you were his old best friend, and I was his new best friend. Right? <laughs>
1: you tried it. So we were kind
0: of having that boy is mine moment, where you're like, I think it's time we got it straight. My I'm status like, uh, can't
1: be moved. <laughs> okay, yeah,
0: current. I'm the current reigning, but. Like... <laughs> but who's who's counting? Who's counting?
1: <laughs> Not me. Right. <laughs> kind
0: of. So <clears throat> I also wrote down an artist with a vision and a musical genius. Oh. Because Dang. you have a great mind for music, oh, and sometimes nice, you're able to pick out things and hear things. I'll be listening back to like, uh, what? You're like, did you hear that? I'm like, mm-hmm. nah, I ain't hear nothing. What are you talking about? <laughs> how do you get all? I listen to things all the time and try to music all the time and try to. I'm like, how many parts is that? Can't tell. Can't tell at all. <laughs> Two seconds, you be like, oh my god, that four part harmony was. I'm like, who? <laughs> who? Where? Yeah. And definitely working with you, it showed me how your mind works. Oh, awesome. And, you know, seeing, seeing you from the outside working with the girls at first, I was like, okay, that's, they are having fun. They're having fun. Yeah. Then, and they're also good singers. But then working with you and seeing how serious y- you take it. Yeah. And yeah. a conversation we had last year uh, when I came to you, and I was like, I want to put my own show on, and you're like, okay, well, you need to get a date. Absolutely. You need to <clears throat> solidify these things so you can make it happen. Yeah. But talking to you about Silver Bells and like your full idea of it, mm-hmm. it really blew my mind. I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. And it made me respect you more and your idea of the show more, and it made me take it more serious also as being a person in the show and where I wanted it to go also. And I was like, wow. I was just thinking of this silver bells this year and you're thinking no, way yeah. down Five the road. Five years
1: down the road. So, And I, I think that that in and of itself is, is so important. And I, I told my mother the other day that if, if I were to, God forbid, pass away tomorrow, that I personally feel like my purpose on earth is to implant that into somebody. Like... People always want to do stuff, but then don't want to take the necessary steps in order to make that just dream an actual vision right. and then Making reality. So that that was big for me. Like when when I was asking you to BGV for me, it was just because I had this thought and idea in my head, but I didn't know how to execute it. So the show the had never time? happened. Yes. Right.
0: And that's what I was gonna say. Was that the first time you were trying to put on a show Had It was
1: one on? of the first time yeah. Absolutely I tried over and over and over again. But then it's like, Well Maj, did you really try? Because now I know myself and I was like, If you were really trying, you would have did it.
0: See when you asked me to um when Josh was like, Come sing um, you want to sing background for Majorelle? I, I was still brand new, like fresh in the game. I started doing theater in 2011 and this was like 2013 because it was before the whiz. Mm-hmm. So I still wasn't a comfortable and singer. And the babies were
1: new babies. My oh, twins they were baby were babies. Just, yeah. And I
0: had them in t- yeah, 2013. You're right. And, and, and it's crazy to think yeah. about it. that's how long that we've been like knowing each other. I, I didn't think about it. But when you, when Josh asked me, I was like, oh, that girl can really sing. She going to want me to sing with her. And then when we came here, you were like, "Oh my gosh, you you got powerful lungs," or like, "Yeah, uh, you you can't be over singing me." And I was just like, "Oh, <laughs> okay, maybe maybe I'm maybe I'm better than I thought."
1: I love <laughs> that though. I love I live to be around other people's talent. Can you imagine if you only around your own talent, suffocated by your own talent? You're gonna get bored, right? That's why or I very love. Cocky. Oh my god, I know I'm notorious for changing background vocalists. As, pretty much as often as I change my underwear, but it's because different people inspire me in different ways. And then for all these crazy ideas to be floating around in my head, the fact that I could take it out, put it on you, and then you you guys can clearly execute what's going on in my brain, it's like, oh, my God, it's
0: like euphoric. Like... It's 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 fantastic, and it makes so. it so, like you said, it's just like a, this breath of release. You're yeah. Like, man. Oh my gosh! Wow! I was able to do that. I was yeah. able to make it happen. Absolutely. And then for me, the even like the cherry on top is for us. Like at the moment, we're able to do it with each other. Right. And then we have like this pool of friends that like kind of grew over the last few years. Right. And we all kind of taken ourselves more serious, I think, because of each other. Like to have that healthy, I don't even think it's competition, but like have that healthy push with your friends around you to do better. Exactly. I think has propelled me to where I am today.
1: I I sincerely hope so. Like I feel so blessed that, for example, just, you know, I, I could name five BGVs off the top of my head that have all headlined their own show. But their first shows that were headlined by a friend was with me. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, and they're like, oh, well, can you host my event? Or can you blah, blah, blah? I'm like, hell yeah. Right. Let's go.
0: Let's and go. And none of us are too that support is, is big-handed to think man. that yeah. we couldn't yeah. do BGVs for the next person. Or Absolutely. especially each other.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely, And I know you told
0: me earlier on, like, if you need BGVs, our background sing for you and, and we were even, especially when it was in the earlier times because when I met you I was like okay this girl is loud she has a huge personality she knows who she is right. and what she wants and I was barely out the closet so I definitely <laughs> didn't know who I was or even as a singer I was right. fresh in the game I didn't know what I wanted at all. I was like, oh, she said she would staying with me. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm going to hold you to it. Five years later. <laughs> five years later. Like, hey, girl, you still up for that gig? <laughs> you all selections. Let's do it, bro. You like, your own little selection. But I love it. As far as like last year, we produced five shows. And when I say we, I mean our group of friends. Yeah. We had two Fabs, we had two dance shows with Kiva, and then we had. Silver Bells. And I'm like, that's a whole season. Honey, when
1: I saw you we was putting in that work. We were literally together all year. While doing other things. Work. Still doing other things and had back-to-back shows for each other. First of all, I was psychotic to be a part of all of those shows and be doing the level of Silver Bells at the level that Silver Bells was. But the fact that we still executed it. It shows the level of professionalism. It shows the level of support. It shows, like... Oh,
0: yeah. Our support for each other was crazy. And the thing to me that was great is the way we handle each other. Because we definitely had got... We definitely were burnt out. There were many days where some of us did not... Yeah. not want to be there, not want to be at the rehearsal. But because of the love we have for the game and the love we have for each other, we pulled through and we helped each yeah. other get to that point. And our friendship still stands today. You know
1: what? I think a lot of it is respect. It's respect of person. It's respect of the artistry. And I say that because um, a lot of people don't know what went into creating Boogie On Down. We did Boogie On Down and that – I feel like I had a lot of diva moments where Boogie was concerned and to have friends that are real enough to sit there and be like, Maj, okay, now you, girl, <laughs> I was okay, like, this okay, is bitch. it. I don't know what yeah. shows her. We got to, I want to like, be friends. Honey, I, I, look, I don't but even know if I'm going to like malicious. you before the show wanted- or after, but the fact that everybody can sit there and be like, okay, we can at least see her vision. We could at least see what she's trying to execute. Let me give 110% regardless. you know what I'm saying? So then when silver silver bells had come back around, it's like y'all just y'all came through. It was almost like y'all kept my head up, and it was so many, so I wanted to bash my head into the floor with the amount of work and with it was just emotionally overwhelming and draining. But it's like like y'all y'all came through. You know what I'm saying? And remember Hell-
0: Boogie got pushed back twice. Blush. And we were doing shows all year. Boogie got pushed back from like I don't know if it was April it was to, a summer to, show. To, to su-
1: and then we it it was two summer shows. I right, pushed like June, Ju- July, September.
0: Right. And although the show didn't produce as many members in the audience as we were, we had like right. I think we all could say how good oh show the show was. We got costumes made. <laughs> We were out there live. We did what we you did. said you wanted to do. Like, we did what we plan- set out to do. And yeah. that's the accomplishment that we have to acknowledge because, 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 because. But because, because of the because audience because, because, um, because. participation, <laughs> or I'm um, not on um, the audience um, number, we might think, oh, not that many people came. Right. This was an epic fail. But it wasn't all a fail. And we can get into. Not acknowledging the things that were good just right. because of the things that were bad, and that's yeah. what we can't do. We have to acknowledge your progress. Don't that's, just that's disregard difficult. the bad stuff. You learn from that, exactly. but also acknowledge the hard work that we do. Because I know I get into thinking I've done zero, honey, and then you Google yourself. Listen, <laughs> or then you have people remind you, <laughs> right? Exactly. That, hey, you're freaking amazing. Like you're literally freaking amazing. When bro. people come up to me and they're like, "When you did that one role, oh my gosh, it was just so funny," or like, "You guys are so funny." When's the next this? I'm like, uh, that just made me feel like right. you know, job well done. This is why I work. And it's worth the work. It's completely it makes it worth, worth the it. work. Yes. So. Mm-hmm. You're pregnant.
1: <laughs> Ain't not a... Ain't you, doll? Over here breathing like Biggie Smalls. <laughs> Sorry,
0: oh. <but> <laughs> so you have two beautiful twin daughters, a yes. Lyric and yes. Cadence. Yes. And although we all wanted a little baby boy, you're having another girl. Another girl. Destined
1: and, to raise divas, honey. Yes.
0: And her name is?
1: Her name is Tambor. And for those of you, it's spelled like the musical term yes. Tambor. Explain. Um, so timbre is um, its the color of sound. It is what gives your ear the distinction between me and James Major Burns. So let's say, for example, if a saxophone and a piano are playing the exact same song, the timbre of the sound is what tells your brain, oh, that's a saxophone, or oh, that's a piano. Um, I, when I first got exposed to that terminology in music school, I fell in love with the word with the term with with everything and my kids are literally like my heart song. They're they're everything to me. So if if those three components, I mean what I'm sorry, what else do I need? I have the color of the sound, I have the lyric and I have the beat. Nothing. Nothing.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) this has been music vocabulary with (laughs) Majora (laughs) Johnson.
1: Let's go. Yeah, yeah. So her her name is Tambor. So I have Tambor, Lyric, and Cadence, and um, I'm just so excited to see who they become.
0: Oh my gosh! Who who are
1: they going to become as a result of having my cycle behind as a mother?
0: Right, being surrounded by your family, your friends, like just so.
1: You got to think so much positive. Watching. Oh, mommy got to go to rehearsal. Mommy,
0: are you rehearsaling? That's what they used to say. You know, one of my favorite (laughs) moments with them is seeing them learn how to use excuse me. Mm. (laughs) it is so I don't know it's something like small but I remember when you would just be like say excuse me and they didn't know how to use it so Mm -hmm. they would just come in and be like excuse me excuse me mommy I was like so they thought like oh well as long as I say excuse me I can say whatever right? Right. I'm (laughs) excused I said excuse me why are you mad like so when I remember the first time when they came in and they were like excuse me and then they looked like Right. And you're uh, like, hello. yes, you're excused. And then they were like, okay, I'm going to ask. I was like, oh, my gosh. That is, I, I don't know. It just made me feel. I was like, that is so beautiful to me to see life grow and That's understand. That's I would never remember that moment. You know? I know. You <laughs> have so many moments, you know. But I was like, wow, this is like, this, I was like, this is so precious. Now, get of the room, girl. You know we got to sing.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm excited for when their attention span is long enough Nothing gives me greater pleasure than hearing my kids walk around the house singing sweet silver bells with majorelle. Yes,
0: I can't wait for them because they're gonna just naturally want to do it and love to do it. It's going to be in them. I mean, it's their names. So, yes, so do you consider yourself a singer first?
1: Um. I can't believe I'm about to say this. I, I actually consider myself a mom first. I Ooh. know my jaw is on
0: the floor for that. Oh, that because that is Because I
1: have, if I'm being completely honest, I've never, I've one of the things I've always had to work on was me being consistent. And if I were to say Maj, Maj has done music consistently, I haven't done music as consistently as I've been a mom. And I would like to, but I'm, I'm I'm a mom first. You know what I'm saying? And that makes me really happy. That's weird. Because oh, l- wow. everybody knows, don't nothing come before the music, honey. Nothing. Oh,
0: listen, Nothing. <laughs> but, nothing at all.
1: <laughs> nothing at all. But... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I'm a mom first. And... I would say mom first musician second don't let my fiance hear that and then um eat uh, <laughs> and then a lover third and then you know whatever else you know jack of all trades but like I just they're they're just everything to me like if it, they're, they're just freaking everything
0: so how has life been as a mom because you're 30ish <laughs> And I'm ashamed, honey. You could say 32, 32. <laughs> and you're still young. Still and you have snatched. young babies it's and like, you do still yes. have a career right. that you're driving for and chasing. So how do you balance being a mom and trying to have your career? Because I'm, I'm sure there are moments where you're feeling like maybe I should. I should spend more time with the girls, or where do I spend the time without feeling bad or feeling like one isn't giving you wanna enough? You want to hear something
1: super crazy? Yes. I did not turn into the determined, headstrong person that you know and love today saying, I'm going to do a show and actually put it on until after I had kids. Ain't that crazy? hmm Like, I double, and then I had twins on top Ooh. of it. I had twins, and then for some reason, having them gave me some type of weird motivation where it's like I'm done not doing what I say I'm going to do. And my kids only know this module. So it's like if ever you wanted to change and just be like, I'm going to change. I want to be better. They were the ones that pushed me to do it because I was always the person that's like, oh, I would love to do, oh, I would love to do, and I never actually did it. Man, I had them kids, and I was like, they're not going to know a mommy that says that she's going to do something and doesn't do it. So I would, there are moments where I feel bad, where it gets closer and closer to showtime, and it demands more of my time, and I'm like, oh, I can't make dinner. Oh, I can't make, but then I'm blessed to have a foundation behind me that support the music as well, and they're like. Oh
0: my gosh, your support system is amazing. Honey,
1: honey. Oh, no, drop off the kids. Go to rehearsal. Oh, no, we got them. We'll put them in the bed, blah, 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 blah. And, and they come through. They they really do. I have I have moments of insecurity where it's like, I wish I could do it all. She can't do it without a team.
0: Oh, my gosh. Like, I was just telling Trey this last night because people get into trusting their own work ethic. Well, you yeah, need to find no. somebody. Nobody is out here doing it solo. Nobody. Dolo. And your support system is so great, and we've become family, and they came to support us when I asked for help. That part. And that's the great thing about us all is being able to – that's why I said when we talked last year, I was like, we need to start utilizing – each other other talents for each yeah. other like i'm a singer but i also could help you organize or when trey was able to help you with the lights yes so yes. Oh my like, god we're, yes. we're not being smart and utilizing ourselves and i'm just learning as i go mm-hmm. we're all learning as we go yeah so as it- it's a
1: pride thing too sometimes when you have a goal it's like and it's not not pride like oh you're not good enough to help me it's like sometimes you have to really humble yourself and you guys taught me that after boogie Remember all that pressure.
0: You were not. I was so mad. You were not telling us nothing.
1: I did not. Because in my mind, I'm like, oh, I don't want to put this on them. Because if they see the struggle, they won't want to be a part.
0: But us, we're like, girl, this is not just your show. This is our show, too. Exactly.
1: Because I show. Exactly. Exactly. Like, so it's like, even if
0: it just was your show and I wasn't in the show at all, you could have still called me and asked me to help you with those things. Exactly. But we, we had to learn that about each other.
1: Exactly. And that's that's a learning curve. It's, and that's why I'm saying when I go through shows that um, when I go through shows that maybe I don't do as well as what I expected, I still always take something from it. Silver Bells this past year could not have happened if we didn't do Boogie. Right, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I reached out for help more than I ever have because it's like, okay, I can't, I can't make this happen on my own. Period. So how, what can you do? <laughs> I need help. And everybody's spirit was like, what do you need me to do?
0: And I tell you, with all the craziness that was going on, we just were like held together like chains. Oh my god. From the time when unbreakable we, when we were doing FAF and everybody was having like these breakthroughs. Yeah. It was just something that was just like, Boogie was like a nice way to end it all with yeah. the beautiful music. And Mary, did you know? <laughs> Listen, we say Mary, did you know? Honey, <laughs>
1: shut the place <laughs>
0: down. And I wanted to do it for Fast 3.0, but I was like, no, we don't have everybody. We don't got the mics. Now you need to hear these voices. Yes. And let me tell you something about myself. Mm. And this is what people think that I'm a diva, mm. and I'm not. Because even when we were <laughs> doing Let It Snow, yeah. and you know, it's the songs I've been singing for years, so you think you'd be a part of a group to sing it, you're going to sing your favorite part. <laughs> and I have to swallow my pride and take the part that I'm given to sing, even right. though Right, 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 right. I've been singing this other part <laughs> all my life, and even with um Mary, did you know? Like, I know that I'm not always going to be like the first soloist or the second soloist, not all the time. Mm-hmm. But I'm I, I'm also okay with it, and I also would make similar decisions on who I would put, and it's not even a. You don't sing as good. It's what I heard in my head of exactly. whose voice should go there. So I understand that, and doing these shows helped me understand that. Right. You're not always gonna be just because. You, when I realized how to accept my flaws and all, mm-hmm. Queen Beyonce. But um, <laughs> when I I had to just say I told myself I was like you know what I'm going to accept those flaws. I'm gonna sing through the cracks. I'm gonna appreciate the cracks, cracks because they will bring more consistency. And I accepted all of those things, and I felt like it helped make me a better performer. Absolutely. So with the cracks and all, all the stress we went through in those shows, we got to Silver Bells, and we completed it. And I thought Silver Bells was about to be it for a while. And then, boom, here comes Hairspray. Boom. Here comes Guys and Dolls at Powers Auditorium. And now we're about to do um, Dream Girls. Oh, my God. Let's go. And before Dream Girls, I'm going to strike the musical. <laughs> like, I mean, it so, doesn't get better. There is, there is no break. It's literally just up from here. And we have momentum right now that I don't think we need to stop. And my goal is to still have us, uh, even if it's one time, I want to travel the country and possibly the world with our friends performing the way we want to perform.
1: That would be so fantastic. That
0: is my goal. That would be so fantastic. I know we can fantastic.
1: do it. And that's the crazy part. Like, it's really not impossible. You know, start off with a little five-city five tour in Ohio. Uh, Columbus,
0: Toledo, Akron, Youngstown, Pittsburgh. People Sound don't understand the, the levels to these things. Yeah. I didn't say I wanted to be on a world-class tour making $300,000 every 30 minutes. No. There are goals I mean, that I have. and I'm not mad week. at that goal. I'm not mad at that I'm goal. But I mean, I'm saying we've... <laughs> like, I, I appreciate the fact that we've been able to perform together professionally. Absolutely. And I'm talking about Silver Bells 5 and Rocktopia. Ooh, yes. Oh. On all levels, we've been able to perform on a professional level. Yeah. And...
1: And there's a comfort in knowing that the people you're associated with are capable of it. Yes. Are capable of executing it.
0: Executing it for so someone much. else and yes. for ourselves. Yes. Absolutely. And one day we're going to look back at that and be like, wow. Yeah. We were really lucky to be able to do that with each other. We don't. And I just thought about it the other day. I was like, I'm so grateful. I was trying to bask in the moment. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm just so grateful right now. I just feel like greater things are to come. So let me just enjoy this moment right now because right. we don't have, I don't know how many Sometimes I just, I like, I can feel greater things coming sometimes. Like sometimes they get really, really, really bad. I'm like, oh, I know some great things about to happen because you can't go much further down than this. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is it. This is it, Lord. There's no, I don't know what's beneath this, but I don't think anything right. is lower than this right now. I so I can't do nothing under but, the rubble. Right. So I'm, <laughs> I can't do nothing but be just above the rubble. I can be gravel right now, <laughs> but
1: exactly. It's exciting. That's that's definitely exciting, the potential of it all.
0: Yes. And then with Dream Girls, Trey is directing Dream Girls and I believe Trey is the youngest director to direct such a big show on the main stage. And
1: that's a huge feat in and of itself.
0: Twenty two. But Let's go. he has all the capability to pull it off.
1: That and more. Absolutely. And
0: I believe he's gonna be a great director and a great leader. And we're gonna be talking about Dream Girls every podcast. Until the show happens, auditions are June tenth and eleventh at the Youngstown Playhouse, six hundred Playhouse Lane And nobody like
1: don't say, "Oh, I'm not coming to audition because I heard such and such was auditioning." Because at the end of the day, I'm not auditioning, so you all have a chance.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. <It's> like- <laughs> but listen, never let nobody scare no, you out of going never, to audition ever, for stuff. Ever. I've heard people say that, like, "Oh, I heard that this person was going. Oh, I'm like, not oh, I said, it. "Girl, yeah, no. You don't ever, don't ever play yourself like that." First of all. Because you never know what the director's looking for. Looking for. It's not never. always about who has the best face, who has the who best Who has the look. best
1: voice, who has the, be- it must it, it the has best... It has to do with who's going to fit show. for the
0: character. Yes, exactly. The fit for the show. Exactly. We went through an audition process for Hairspray where they called 30 people back, and they were like, all right, you stand with them, them, and them. And they just switch us around, five groups, just whole cast, like Tracy C. Lee and... Tracy just to seaweed. see what the look is, huh? Right. And yeah. I was just like, wow, yeah. this this is a lot. And it's kind of nerve-wracking. And then they made everybody auditioning for Seaweed have a seaweed off. So we had to dance and sing together. Hey, that's kind of lit. It was. And I was just trying to, I was just like, okay, how am I going to do this? How do I showcase myself without trying to be too much right. but still being enough? No, that's kind of lit. I really like that idea. Actually. Yes. And I had to jump in and out of it, but that's yeah. why I'm so excited for auditions at the Playhouse on yeah, June 10th and Everybody 11th come Thor.
1: out and audition for that, Jim man. Rose.
0: And even if you have not done theater before, come out and try. Don't be afraid to do something like Miles said earlier. Don't be that person that keeps saying, this is what I want to do and never doing it. Like, mm. don't be that person afraid, because the worst thing that can happen is you don't get in and they can say no. And no is not going to kill you. No is not going to keep you from going to work and getting up and taking care, taking care of what you have to do. Go out and Achieve those things. I always tell people like you may have been young and thought about being a a singer when you were an adult. You can still be a singer. You might not be a paid singer. You might not be getting awards at Grammys for being a singer, but you can be a. I'm a singer. Before I ever accepted a dollar for a um, a singing gig, I was a singer. If you're a dancer, dance. Do do those things that brought you joy. Like I always say, the reason I don't play basketball anymore is because. The joy got sucked out of it for me. Mm. I can't go playing without people forgetting the score and wanting to fight. I'm like, do y'all remember why we started playing basketball as kids? (laughs) It's because we loved it. Because it was just fun. And now we can't just have fun. I don't mind a little little trash talking. It's a competitive nature. Right. But now we can't even have fun. It's all about pride and dignity. And I think sometimes on the streets, sometimes with guys, it's all they have. It's surprising, like it's like it sucks. It sucks the life and enjoyment
1: out of out of things that are supposed to be so simple. Yeah, and that going back to what you said about if you are the type of person that says, "I do want to do this. I want. Let, let's just stick with singing. That's what we're talking about. Right. I want to sing. Then go sing. Right. Don't go be- and so, don't wait for nobody to take you by the hand. Do, if you want to sing, get your butt out and go sing. Go to an open mic. Go, go to, to karaoke. karaoke. Go, you go sing because at the end of somebody's gonna hear you.
0: Somebody's gonna hear you, and there is always room for growth. Don't think. Oh, I was gonna also gonna say that I stopped thinking that if I used to think that if I cracked once in a song. I was terrible. The performance Boy, was bye. terrible. What? I used to be like, oh, I was no. horrible. Oh, the whole song's over. Oh, it's over. Because of one crack. And I had to but let that go. But then there's
1: 5,642 other notes that
0: you sang right. But because you cracked, mm-hmm. the whole song's be like, over. Because I feel like that's the bye. part people are going to remember. No. And I had to let that go. I was killing myself. Like, I was defeating myself before anybody else could even tell yeah. me you know? I had to get that out of my mind. What you tell yourself,
1: what you tell yourself creates your own your own reality. Yes. And it's like, oh, that was deep.
0: Mind over matter. What oh, you tell yourself, you tell creates, creates, yourself creates your, own, creates your reality. own reality. And
1: that's why when I meet people who are are amateurs or whatever, I don't care how intimidating the role is. The bottom line is I tell myself, "Oh, I'm a performer." Period point blank. You could put, trust me, Porgy and Bess, an actual opera? Wait, what? Oh, girl. Honey, the, the intimidation? Honey, the score was as thick as my thighs, okay? I was like, oh, but guess what? Learned it. Slayed. Slayed. Good review, but not because I'm so well-versed in operatic nature. It's just because I'm a performer. At the end of the day, you can bank Oh, Maj is gonna perform.
0: Right. You know what I mean? And so that's what tell I love about our group, too. Be. I'm like, I said, y'all are my megazord. <laughs> Let's go. I don't need to sing soprano. Ari. Maj. Yep. I don't need to sing alto. Michaela. Jacinda, Sabrina. Listen. Let's go. Who (laughs) else? Adding on, Kayla. And the the, the more people we meet, and the thing I like about like our group of friends is like we all hang out or we all have these people that we have there, level-headed people. Yeah. And when we meet them, it's like this new branch of mutual friends because you know you don't get along all the time with your friends' friends. So even though like we're all not close, we all still are like kind of mutual friends in this little branch and we still can't work with people. We might not be as close, but we still have these outlets to have other people to it's be able love. to. Work it's the love. It's the love that nets us yes. together.
1: The love for the craft. Right. It nets us together. So where there may not have been friendships because I love it as much as I do and y'all love it as much as you do, right. then there's like this this connection. It it just it can't
0: be broke, man. Like pfft. so with Dreamgirls, yes, we're still talking about Dreamgirls happening at the <laughs> Young Sound Playhouse. It's been 30 years. What was
1: the date again? For
0: June 10th and 11th for auditions, and the show goes on the stage September 6th and runs for that weekend and the following weekend. Hey, y'all, weekend. don't
1: judge me. I'm pregnant. I got to switch sides.
0: I just want y'all to know that Majorelle has been laying down <laughs> this entire interview, <sighs> and that is fine. That's okay. It's okay, because you are going through a life-changing experience Honey. right now. I could not imagine having a whole person inside of me.
1: Oh, my God. Sucking on your life force.
0: And Ooh. I'm very proud of you.
1: And may I just say, I don't know if there's any like pregnant people listening to this, but just as much as we encourage people that just need to positive self-talk, going through a pregnancy is, uh, it it weighs down on you so, so much. I've been, I've had points of just being so discouraged. Like Dream Girls is coming up. That's one of my dream shows I've always wanted to audition for. Not able to. I got reached out to, to do Chicago, one of my dream roles in Chicago. I've always wanted to do The Little Mermaid. I got an opportunity to audition for Porgy and Best. Again, Cleveland Opera wasn't able to do it. But the bottom line is, it's not going to stop anything once this baby pops out, honey. Listen. The ear will be to the ground, don't let nobody breathe Chicago. Don't let nobody breathe, Dream Girls. Please don't breathe, Little Mermaid, or Porky and Best, because that baby will be strapped to my back in rehearsals and we're gonna make it happen. So I just wanna personally encourage whoever who who's ever listening to this, even if you're not capable, keep your mind where you want it to be. Keep your mind there. If your mind is still saying, Oh, I'm still gonna do it regardless. It that's just a fact.
0: Just a fact. Bottom line, sorry. I'm glad that you in said there. that because <clears throat> we were having a brief conversation about um, pregnancy. Yeah. And it is a beautiful thing. It's the only way every last one of us on this planet has gotten here. Yeah. And I think we take it for granted, the process sometimes. And I don't know how you do it. I couldn't imagine like, I think about it a lot. I'm like, I don't, I cannot imagine, like, having this person grow inside me, having your body taken over, having to be mindful for this other being and yeah. raise them up from a being to a, a baby. And then when they try to kill you to get here, yeah, they try to it's, kill you to get it's here. It's the
1: most, and coming from somebody like me, I, I, I'm an only child, like... I'm an only child, and I just now, you know, three years ago, got into, like, a a serious, serious relationship. When you are the only soul person in your life that you need to worry about, it is such a self-sacrificing act to sit and be like, I'm going to choose to have children. Because once you choose to do that, you officially do not come first. Period. Like, I can't put myself first right now if I wanted to. Because
0: the whole world will come on you. a
1: whole life inside of me, Oh, right. and like it, it just doesn't happen. And that's why it was so flabbergasting to me to be like, "Are you a musician first? It's like, no, I, I, I'm a mom first.
0: Right. It's like it Had to come debos to terms with that
1: everything, <laughs> like right. So it's man, my I have the utmost respect for for women. I'm sorry, everybody can feel however they want to feel about her.
0: Queen B at the top of my list, bro. Working moms out here, though. Work, Come on. I, I see girls and women all over work until days before they de- deliver. Bruh. And it's because their jobs don't have anything for them like, hey, you, you take these last few weeks off. They have to work. Have to. And here they are carrying children to be the next generation of workers. It's amazing. There's no bedside rest. Uh, six months here. And then you have to you have the baby and come back right back to work. I was working with a girl who had had a child. She was um, in her early 20s. Mm-hmm. And she was, I don't know if she was having like PTSD, but she started talking about maybe she thought she was dealing with that because she was just like breaking into tears because her baby was like very, very young, a couple months old. But she had to come back to work. Her and the child's oh, father. you mean, hold on.
1: yeah. He said PTSD. I'm dying. Or you mean p- p- uh, post-traumatic? St- no, that's the yeah. same thing. No, yeah. no, no, no. It's oh, what is the call for, for us. For us. Oh my God, pregnancy brain. It's called. Um, it's like the. It's like a depression that pregnant. Oh my God. I know everybody listening is like, hello. It's.
0: Uh, I. We'll, oh my God. We'll that's we'll it's gonna bug it. me. Look it up. But um. Okay. She would um, burst into tears sometimes, tears of joy, or, or when she got sad, and she couldn't stay home and take care of her kids. She really wanted to, but right. she didn't have the means to be able to do it. She didn't have a job that would allow her to raise her kid for the first six months or whatever, you know. I don't know if her mom was retired. You know what? Her mom wasn't retired, so her mom worked too. So what do you do? You have to go to work. You have to be able to provide for the child, you and the father. So now you got to send the care to daycare. So that is a lot to deal with. And honey, I don't. It's, it's, sometimes it's too much. Right. I'm not saying that women should just <laughs> live for free Postpartum. or just. Work. Postpartum. Postpartum. Oh. There we go. Yes. Postpartum
1: and depression is very, very real. Very real. Did you deal with it after the twins? I had my moments. I had my moments. I don't know that I would say I went through postpartum depression. My issue is always coming back and finding myself. And right now um, postpartum depression will get extreme to the point where a mother will want to leave her children. You know what I mean? Postpartum depression has caused mothers to kill their children and stuff like that or commit suicide. I, I can't claim that. I have been extremely depressed. I have been to the point where I'm like, I put so much pressure on myself to want to be the best mom. And sometimes if I feel like I'm not executing that, I, I blow down on myself. I cry. I scream. Um, but I, I don't know if I've been postpartum depressive. But I will say my biggest thing, even right now, I've been extremely emotional this pregnancy, but it's because I'm losing myself because somebody else comes first. And for somebody like me, who is so goal-driven and so, I have to do this. I have to do this. I, I'm very goal-oriented. I create these goals for myself, and I want to reach them. And when I know I gotta sit down, it kill. I, it, it's like I don't know who I am anymore. So then I look for validation from. I'm sure I drive my fiance crazy because I'd be like, oh, I'm so ugly. Uh, Waiting. Oh, right. <laughs>
0: Uh, like, uh, like, you ain't got nothing to say maybe. about that? Yeah, right.
1: Um, so it's, it's almost like, so you don't know who you are anymore? It's,
0: and then life, as you get older, I thought once I figured out who I was and I settled into that, Yeah, that was it. I was like, cool. Yeah, nah. I've been waiting for this nah, for a long bro. time. Uh, here come almost 30. Hit, uh, <laughs> uh, I think I like to sing. I, I think I want to be a okay. singer. No, okay. uh, I wanna, The fact no, I that do, you
1: named the time of your life like he was a whole nigga. You said... Well, here come almost 30. First and last name. <laughs> Listen,
0: I'm like, oh. And w- the moment that came when I realized, oh, this is going to happen for the rest of my life. Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah. I gotta get used to this. I have to keep changing and evolving and being a new person and losing yeah. things and gaining things. Oh. That's why I it, didn't know that's
1: why it goes <sighs> back to self talk is so important, man. Like what you tell yourself is is it like I, I have to I have to do better when it comes to affirming myself like Maj. Don't forget who you are. Now, of course, mom is at the top of the list. Of course, I, I'm a fiance b about to be a whole wife. Yes. But I can't because I'm only in that relationship because I was who
0: I was. Yes, please speak on it. that please. That's, that's what attracted yes. you to me. I'm so happy so you now said that.
1: I'm like, okay, don't lose yourself and keep looking. I look for validation. I'm I'm guilty. I look for validation from him. I look for validation from other people whenever I don't see it in myself. It's like I forget. Yo, you're, you're pretty amazing. You you don't put in work. You you do this, bruh. You know who you are. But it's so easy to forget. I don't talk to myself
0: regularly, you
1: hey, know what I'm saying? Like, I try. I should, but I put a lot of pressure on. On my significant other, like, can you validate me, please? Can you please remind me who I am? That's not his job. It's not his job. It's not your your uh, it's not your partner's job to make you happy.
0: Right? It's your job. I knew you were gonna say that. It's your job to yes. be happy.
1: than be in the relationship, and y'all be the cherry on top. And that's I feel like that's where we butt heads a lot, cause more than half the time, so like I ain't happy. <laughs> I'm not happy. I'm sitting here. I'm fat. I'm carrying a whole child. A whole child. I don't feel pretty. I need validation. Blah, 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 blah. he
0: still is going to make you his wife. Exactly. And you don't even got to change your last name. Honey. Period. that's it Let's go. So tell us a little bit about that love. It was about 2016 when y'all met? Oh, no. 2012. Oh, you met him before? Yeah. <laughs> oh. 2012,
1: and he was. He was just a young thing. He, oh my God, I was, I was a spring chicken. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, he was just this gorgeous, chocolate, well-groomed, sexy biker. Still had the beard. Heck yeah, Ooh. it was it was longer, mm. <laughs> honey. Clean shaven, smelled good, swag out the. And when I first met him, he was. Super duper biking and heavy. So when I would see him out, he would have white contacts and this gorgeous smile, just crotch rocket
0: bike, just <laughs> lights in it. Woo! Looking at him, not knowing, honey.
1: I, honestly, looking at him, not knowing, not knowing, like really not knowing. Like that's that's actually that for real. This will be all of you but, one day. Oh my God! To know that that he's like my forever is such a pleasant thought. And it it pisses me off how much he pisses me off because even while he's pissing me off, I'm looking at him like, oh, you so fine. Like, you just, you made me sick. Like, you so fine, bro. Like, and that, like, that's me.
0: I that's- do get mad at Trey sometimes and then I get over it so quickly and I still try to get, I try to stay mad. I'm like, no, no. Right. He's so cute. <laughs> I looked at him last night like. Make me sick. He was l- literally sleeping with his hands across his chest like an angel. Like.
1: <laughs> Who sleeps like that? Yo, I be looking I at Ty like... when he sleeps. And I be like, I take pictures of him while he sleeps. Because I'm sure I'm ugly oh, than I do. a mug. I take pictures when of Ty. I'm like, so you sleep fine, bro? So you get a lineup, you go to sleep, and you wake up with, with your face beat? Uh, <laughs> It pisses me off. Like, it makes me sick. But I, I, outside of all the drama and all of that, like, I do genuinely every day. I'm not happy all day every day, but I'm happy every day that I'm with him. And that's the difference between this relationship and maybe any others that I've been in. It's like, if you could be happy every day, not all day every day because it's unrealistic. Right. But if you're happy every day, like, I look at him and I smile every day, at least once. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, wow. This is. Yeah, when I think about Trey
0: and myself and what I've learned from him and the person, I've become a better person since I've been with him. Yeah. So that's. A really good thing. I ain't saying that. It's like no. I, <clears throat> Ooh, Ooh,
1: I'm dead. I was about I'm dead. I'm dead. I take it back. I'm
0: telling. I'm keeping that in there. No. I was just. <laughs> I was just about to say. Let's end that on a good note. And here she comes, being her <laughs> true nasty, I'm such a In smartass, mm. just like a woman. Well, Sorry. let me
1: just be. Let me be completely honest. Let me be completely honest, because everybody who knows me, like for real, for real, like knows that the person that I am with Ty. She didn't exist before a time.
0: G- 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 um, girl. So
1: let's just keep it all the way 100. So I'm when I say that was a joke, it was a joke because nobody has brought this level of loyalty out of me ever. Why? Cheers. Because in my head, they obviously weren't worth it.
0: I didn't know where, when the person was going to arrive. I wasn't even looking. I said, me either. ain't nothing I seen been worth it. Me either. Hello. And you knew me at
1: 28, 29, 30. Okay? We ain't gonna get into that. No. That's a third degree after dark. (laughs) (laughs) Okay? And the crazy part is, I was like that unapologetically. Unapologetically. You can't tell me nothing. Right? Because it's my
0: life.
1: Yeah. (laughs) But then it's it's just, it's him. He had to, he has to be the one because he's the only person that has. I can't even say he's changed me. I willingly changed because he was worth it.
0: Yes. Nobody else was worth it. He is actually your change. Look, come on, somebody. He is your change. I got, uh, to- let's I just got get married told tomorrow. that in my counseling <laughs> session, of, um, they were talking about like Trey looking for the change in me. And mm-hmm. he said, well, you need to look in the mirror because you're the change. Ooh. They knew me for some time. They were like, Ooh. we knew James way back when. This person is somebody come totally different. Ooh. And I said, go ahead and speak that. I'm going to share that. So yeah. You go ahead and do like Biggie. Change yourselves before you change the world. And on that note, we're going to wrap it up. Awesome. <laughs> Listen, y'all. Silver Bells is still coming. Yes, it is. 2019 is going to be on December 7th this year.
1: So Wait keep, on it. Keep your ear to the ground. Because right. it's definitely more than worth it. Look out for snippets. And we, we have amazing No, we footage. have a little
0: baby when we need to put the manager and stuff together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, we do. Oh, my gosh. So, no just as long as marriage, she ain't crying. You. Now, oh like, God. hold on. Oh, no. Like, what if Jesus was a girl? Oh, my God. That's for another episode. <laughs> I, I do think if Jesus was a woman, oh, girls would just be held to a much higher standard. Hello. But wait, that's another uh, story. Maybe the next uh, savior would be a woman. Mm. All right, Jesus' daughter. Okay, Uh, (laughs) listen. All right, we're going to end on that note. This has been The Third Degree with James Major Burns.
1: And Majorelle, one name only, last name not needed, but she's still proud of the last name
0: (laughs) Go ahead, spell it for them, just so they know.
1: M-A-Z-H-O-R-E-L-L. You can find me on all of my social accounts. Give it to them. First name only. Twitter, Facebook. Um, Instagram, Majorelle. No need for a second name. I am looking forward to meeting and seeing every single one of you guys. Keep your ear to the ground because as soon as I drop this baby, it's back to business as usual. Yes. Let's
0: go. You all have a very nice night. Oh. okay, okay.